Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Would you like to hear from Gangs of EPL? Oh, God, I'd like love that? to. Well, some at White Lions, you know, from the World Cup, had yeah. a meet-up, pre-season meet-up, in Harry's mum's garage, you know, mm-hmm. for a pre-season party. You know, practice some of the dancing, check out Harry's ant farm, make their own ice lollies in the garage fridge. Mm-hmm. Watch a bit of the flumps take New York. <laughs> order some jewellery. <laughs> order some jewellery from Gem TV. Do a bit of finger painting. That sort of thing. Yeah. Sounds like a nice party, doesn't it, Andrew? <laughs> it's all right. So Harry's there waiting with his mum, and first to arrive is Jordan Henderson, yeah? Oh, hello. Hello, Harry's mum. Did you know it was actual puma that invented screw fix, you know? Go to India, maybe park up, count to ten, mate, man, country style, like. Would you like a hot dog, Jordan, says uh, Harry's mum. Oh, yes, please, Mrs. Harry. I love long meat, me, like. <laughs> then Philip arrives. It's really scorching today, isn't it, lads? Uh, My mum says I should keep indoors and not get too excited and not eat anything too sugary or with foreign spices in it. Would you like a hot dog, Philip? (laughs) Says Harry's mum. Oh, yes, please. Oh, don't hold on. Could I just check that the meat is is bland and watery? My mum's not keen on me getting a lot of taste. (laughs) Bloody hell, Philip! Says Harry. It's a hot dog. You're not going to get fireworks, are you? Honestly, stop being such a boot muck, boots McFuss pot. Just then, Eric arrives. Hello, Mrs. Kane. Hello, Philip. Hello, John. <laughs> <laughs> All right, son, let's build a cat flap. Nartity, nartity. <laughs> Harry. I bought you a balloon to blow up. It's painful, isn't it? (laughs) Shall I drop him? (laughs) That's very kind of you, Eric. Mum wants to know if you would like a hot dog. Can I have some time to think? (laughs) Oh, just make him one, Mum. Right, who wants to see my ant farm? Yes, please, says Philip. Eric. Yes. <laughs> oh, 17 tins of girls' names, says Jordan. <laughs> Just in then comes Debbie. He's really excited. Lads, 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 lads. What is it, Debbie? You, you're like you've got a secret burn in a hole in your pants, or at the very least you've had an interesting thought. 
Lads, 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 lads. Oh, come on, spit it out, you frantic bastard. <laughs> I've got a new goal celebration for the new season. It's extravagant, and it really is quite something. Is it a sort of wave, says Eric. <laughs> no. Jordan says, do you wag your... Do, oh, do you wag your finger, you know, like a bus driver when he sees a nut job? <laughs> no, but it does involve my finger. Oh, says Philip. Do you stick your finger up your ass and then suck it, you know? My mum gets regretly with me <coughs> when I do that, like. No, I'm not a northerner, Philip. Harry says, do you make your fingers like you are holding a knife and fork and pretend that you're eating a thick slice of ham? Debbie, no, I can see I'm going to have to show you. So Debbie does his new celebration thing, you know, where he makes a circle round his Oh, eye. yeah, have you tried doing that? I haven't bothered. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Using his thumb and his forefinger, uh-huh. you know, like he used to pretend he had a monocle on mm-hmm. or something. Debbie says, what do you reckon? Uh, Philip says... What's it do you meant to represent like, you know? Are you looking very strongly at something of interest, you know, like a a very <coughs> shiny button or a new coat? Does it mean, says Jordan, you've been to a laundrette with your mum? No, says Debbie. Eric, speaking much more fast than you'd normally expect, Andrew. Good. Um, is it the cheeky way of looking at Leighton Baines's ass? No, Eric, I'm not a bootsmuck ogler like you. No, I've got it, says Harry. Is it just really different and marks you out as a special player who must be taken very seriously? Debbie, yes, that's it. And I'm in serious with a cottage pie and a finger of fudge on top. Come on, all of you, you try it. So they all do the circle around their eyes. And just as they do, Harry's mum comes in with a plate of hot dogs. Mum says, ooh, what's up? Has Leighton Baines just arrived or something? <laughs> Eric, told you. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie starts crying and Harry puts his arm around him. Don't take any notice of Mum, <coughs> Debbie. It's a lovely little celebration. Debbie says, do you really think so? Yes, I do. Come on, let's get this party started and tuck into Mum's hot dogs. Then they all stand round and eat the hot dogs in silence. <laughs> and that Andrew's the end. Is that the end of it? Yeah. Are you glad? <laughs> no, 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 no. All I could have had more of that, but um, a nice ending. So he's What's using it as like a, a way of examining Leighton Burns' backside. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that when I saw him do it the other way. Well, I should I say that's what Mrs. Kane. That's her interpretation. That's, her that's interpretation. not necessarily for legal reasons. That's not necessarily what Deli Ali is doing when he does that. <laughs> Oh, got a statement just come in on me, um, <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> on your fax. Just come in on me um, emails. It's <laughs> Harry Kane. Oh. Harry Kane, just a, it's only a little, little quick statement. He says, here it is. I would just like to make it absolutely clear that myself and Debbie are very upset by the disrespect that was shown to us by the Arsenal Peaky Gooners last week. Their new leader, Darren Ramsey, was extremely aggressive and his words and actions were very, very upsetting. Our relationship with the Peakies is at an all-time low. I will be making a full statement on the next Atletico Mints. In the meantime, here is a message for you, Darren. You are very immature and spiteful young boy and soon you will feel our ferocious heat. End of statement. End of statement. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Darren Ramsey, he's for it, isn't he? 
Yeah. He's a loose cannon, though, because he's leaving the Peaky Gooners in the summer. He's leaving. See, I think he has changed the atmosphere there as well. Bit, you know. Yeah. So, um, if they're going to get aggressive, yeah. they've got Eric to contend with. To- you remember there's the... Um, well, Eric, the- Eric showed a science side of himself we hadn't seen before, didn't exactly, he? Exactly, yeah. Shushing the uh, the Arsenal fans last week. Maybe the Peakies have got under his skin, mm. you know? Been intercepting his mail, so he hasn't been getting his... What is it? Nightlife is the game they all play. Nighttime? Night fight? Night fight? <laughs> like that. I have no idea. All right, so Andrew, I've got our gangs of the EPL. Ooh, so, so we have the introductory music. So it's Gangs of the EPL. So, Andrew, the White Arts had got together Ari's, Ari Kane's mum's garage for a yeah. New Year's Eve party, right? Oh, Eric, Debbie, Tinky Winky, Keenan, <laughs> Keenan Trippier and Son Hung Thing, yeah? Tinky Winky? Tinky Winky, oh, Harry Winks, Winks yeah. Harry's yeah. mum's laid it all out nice for crisps, cold meats and that, and they're all wearing clothing that you use when you're handling sports equipment, you know, white tracksuits, yeah. white trainers, that kind of thing. So, Harry... So, what did you all get for Christmas? I hope you all got something that will last and is not just some flippant and disposable fluffery buffery. Debbie. Sure thing, boss. On Christmas Eve, I was hurting for sure. My girlfriend, Ruby, played a blinder and convinced me I was getting nothing because I was undeserving in it, bro. Then on Christmas Day, she gave me this. Keenan. Keenan Trippier, yeah? Yeah. What are it, Debbie? It looked Rick Gradley. <laughs> It's Hot Wheels Ultimate City Garage and Cobra Crush Flyover. Wow, it's like a road system at Doncaster, but, you know, they've scaled it right down. I doubt very much they have a hungry giant cobra in Doncaster, Keenan. Take a wrong turn and the cobra actually digests you. Uh, I ain't got a girlfriend, uh, but I know what they are, says Keenan. <laughs> Is you hurting something, Keenan? Says Debbie. Yeah, you're all right. Thank you, Debbie. No need to be a boots McNoxious. And I must say, I'm very disappointed in your girlfriend buying you something so trivial and unessential. You will soon tire of it, and it will just be another piece of clutter. (laughs) (laughs) You should donate it to a school in a poor area where the children are needy for such things. Oh, okay, if I must, boss, but can I play on it today? Yes, you can, Debbie, but be careful handling that cobra. Its teeth look very alarming. I feel like Jeffrey McQueasy just thinking about the potential jeopardy involved and do not put the cars in your mouth. Yes, boss. So what did you get, Eric? I got a fucking hell. New hat. That's a nice, sensible gift. What sort of hat was it, Eric? It was a green hat. Oh, what a lovely colour for a hat. Who got you it? My girl. Oh, that's Maria. Keenan chips in. I haven't got a girlfriend, but I know what they are and that they must be treated well. So, <laughs> have you brought your new green hat with you for display and show, bro? You feel me, innit? 
No. Why not? I... Sorry. It's all right. Lost. It. Well, that is a shame, Eric, and I expect Maria will be very upset and out of sorts when you drop that bombshell. I suggest you sit down right away and write to her begging for her forgiveness. What about you, Thing Son? And that's Thing Son, you know. Yeah. Who came to the country via Dortmund. Um, Is that relevant? Yeah, maybe, because I ain't doing a, a an Oriental accent no. and ending me career. No. So, so, do him as a German. so I think I'll do him as a German. <laughs> <laughs> what did? What about you? Th- um, thing, son, your best present ever from my girlfriend. You so young, a disco sound hub to spit out high quality musical fire at home in the car. He's slightly German. <laughs> He's not, yeah, well, I do worry. And at a party, it keeps me vital and sane when everything else makes no sense to me whatsoever. I would like a girlfriend. Where did you meet yours? At a K-pop party in Rochester. Harry, an electrical item, a very astute and sensible gift. I recommend you post off the warranty without delay, and it should give you years of pleasure and satisfaction. Come on, Son Thing, fire it up. So Son Thing turns on his disco hub one, and um, this is what he plays. Pick me up, 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 pick me... All right, thingy, all right, that's quite enough. I didn't realise it would be so loud and rambunctious. Eric is trying to write his apology note. Bloody hell, what's cacophony? What about you, Tinky Winky? What did you get? Harry winks. 48 gallons of pure ox piss. (laughs) Everyone goes silent. You know what? (laughs) Then Debbie speaks. Is that meant to be a joke? Because if it is, it's in very bad taste and makes me speculate that you was hurting, Brother Winky. No, it's the truth. My ex-girlfriend Rosie sent it me because she hates me guts. (laughs) Harry, it sounds like she just can't let go. She needs to move on and live in the moment, not the past. Keenan, I'll live in the moment, boss. That way I don't get upset about not having a girlfriend in the past and probably not having one in future. Son, think son. You should go K-pop in Rochester! Don't be daft, son. It's his haircut that's holding him back. He's a nice young man, and he'll find his sweetheart once he gets his hair sorted. What present did you get, Keenan? Um, oh, you, uh, fucking Yorkshire. I've just been doing it, haven't I? Great, great, great. A, a pack, pack of sausages... And a bell. That's very nice, Keenan. Debbie, so what but what did you get for Christmas, boss? Oh, I got usual usual, you know, some chin oil, a chin strap to stop my teeth chattering at night, a chin prop to take the weight off my chin when I'm reading and writing, and a chin brush brush to get rid of dust and grime after I've been walking through a poor area. Oh, and I almost forgot I got this letter. I never had a a letter, but I do understand what one is. Here, Debbie, you can read it out. Debbie reads it out. Her Majesty the Queen hereby grants you the honour of the Order of the British Empire for services to sport. Wow, that means you was at OBE, bro. Yes, it does. And I am very, very boots muck chuffed. Let's get this party started. 
Cue the music, son thing. Pick me up, pick me up, pick me, pick me, pick me up, pick me up, pick me up. And uh, uh, they partied right all the way through till 9 p.m., Andrew. Whoa! What a night. Curfew, New Year curfew. So, sorry, that was a little bit um, over ambitious, that bit. I had a bit of trouble sorting out who was who and you know and yeah, that kind of thing it's, it's, it's alright you know it worked in the end I think I don't know but well we'll find out I suppose won't we well if I include it in the episode yeah okay so um, to, uh, Andrew it's time to have a, a little take a little trip t- uh, to have a look at the gangs of the EPL <laughs> So, um, England squad were yeah. all in Montenegro. Oh, yeah. Is Montenegro in the Caribbean? You think it would be, but no, <laughs> it's not. It's not, is it? I it's think it's just left, left of Libya. L- Yugoslavia or something. Something like that. Um, for the Euro c- qualifier. Um, now, Gareth, did you read about this, that he's appointed six players to be like the senior gang, the senior players? Always six put of together them. an England gang, no. Well, isn't that interesting? He's literally has. Not... I'm sure he doesn't mean to, but he's put together um, this six senior players that the others can like, look up to, get advice from, and that. Okay, that's and helpful. By chance, look, I mean, isn't it incredible when you think about it? This is what it is. It's Harry Kane, Eric Dyer, Deli Alley, Kyle Walker, and the additions of Raheem Sterling, who Kate got joined this week, that's why it was news, yeah. and Jordan Henderson. Okay. So it's all my bright lads, isn't it's it? It's really a lovely coincidence. So they're spending the night before the match in the Hotel Moscow Spa Resort. I had a look at it on the Googles. Aye. Nice place. Good. Got all the facilities. Been a trip look, advisor. I the reviews. It, but it's an all-inclusive resort place, you know what I mean? Oh, we love them. I expect to book the whole lot of it. Um, and the senior six are like at the top table, you mm. know what I mean? Mm. Looking at the, the menu and that. Harry says, right guys, let's do it. We are the senior six. Your problems we will fix. Paul, can you help me out here, Andrew? We are the senior six. Your problems we will fix. Well, I'm very pleased to see that you have all dressed very smartly for this evening's meal. That is apart from you, Jordan. You look right scruffs, McCharity. What's that on your bomber jacket? Is it Thomas? You should take your jacket off. (laughs) (laughs) Can't do bust like zips. Zips up the junction like you in the horsepipe, bad like Can't shift it now. Dip and take vouchers, like. <laughs> Debbie, looks a bit like chewed up cheesecake base to me, boss. Raheem. Oh, yes, me. Uh, it's porridge with quite a high amount of brown sugar mixed in it. <laughs> Eric chips in like he always does. I think it... Oh, God, Eric. <laughs> might... Be vomit. Oh, for Christ's sake, Eric, talking about vomit when we are about to eat, that is very upsetting and could very possibly taint the extent of our appetite. You really should consider other people before lobbing in an upset probe. <laughs> so come on, Jordan, what is it? Oh, ooh, ooh, that's like, ooh, that's silly, Dion. Chin waffle, isn't it? Pardon my Greek. Whatever uh, became of that lad anyway? Oh, so I didn't have to mains gas in this bungalow. I rest my kiss. 
Oh, God. What is it, Jordan? Yeah, sick. Oh, I was sick, you know. I saw a house at mouse having a piddle. What's oh, that? A duck, Todd? Uh, definitely a duck in my room. <laughs> oh, that really takes the biscuit. I just told off Eric for talking about sick at the dinner table, and you bring Todd talk into the equation. Where are your manners? Back home in a locked cupboard, Mark. Do not disturb if I'm not incorrect. Debbie, is you hurting, boss? Harry. <laughs> Yes, I is. I'm a right fluffy buffy. And the night is yet so young and full of possibles. <laughs> Get the farmers over and see if they can help deal with this. So Raheem asks Harry Maguire and Jordan Pickford to come over. You know, the two farmers. Raheem. Jordan's has got sick on a possibly duck twaddle all over his jacket. And we thought you farmers might know what to do. Maguire. Oh, yeah, I love a bitter duck, but I do. Uh, perfect for your sugar beet crop and sick as nature's way, you know, of getting poison out of your body. If one of my cows spews up, it's a sure sign they need the veterinary. Can you not use that word, please? What? Veterinary? No spew? Oh, God, I've done it myself now. Honestly, I don't even hardly know where to put myself. Pickford says, um, well, let me get the nose on it. Oh, that's the sweet, sweet aroma of duck nonsense. That There's no mistake in that. Oh, I love the smell of quack muck, me. On the farm, we eat it straight from the Mallard's Passage. Goes lovely with a bite of turnip. Should we ask for a cloth, says Raheem, or should we rip his jacket off and pummel at it like with a golf club or something? <laughs> Well, at this point, Jordan flicks like a bit of the muck handy, you know, like just has a flick in it, and it lands on Harry's chin. Yeah. What's it do, Jordan? I've got quack dung on me magic chin. What if it draws out my power? We've got to qualify it tomorrow. Debbie, without the boss and his magic chin, how do you expect the Lions to win? Raheem says... I'm going to bed. This whole incident is making me queasy and out of sorts. And I think I'm, I could cry, honestly, I could. Jordan starts crying. <laughs> Eric starts crying. God. The farmers hug each other, yeah, as they start crying. <clears throat> Debbie starts crying as shoes saw how the shoes come off. <laughs> Harry accidentally licks and tastes the duck splatter oh. on his chin. God. Hold on. This isn't duck best. This is caramel and peanut butter ice cream. We've all been a bunch of Julie McFools. <laughs> Jordan. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, ice cream. Right. That's, that's, that's what I'm a seed merchant. Me, you know. <laughs> the boss's magic chain is safe, says Debbie. Everything is Doug and McDonald's in it. Harry, the problem is solved. We are the senior six. Your problems we will fix. John. Oh, hell. And that's the end of that incident, Andrew. Sorry, I should have came in there and the senior sick. Yeah, but you didn't even bother. I was just mesmerised by it. Staring out the window. I was, I, was, I was mesmerised by the whole thing. It was... <laughs> I'm done in. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, and Andrew, here's the thing. As you know, I have a spy in the Tottenham camp, keeping, <laughs> yeah. keeping an eye on the White Art Gang. It's not Eric Lamella. Right. I wasn't going right. to say it it's was. It's not Eric Lamella. Trippier. No, I'm, all I'm saying is not Eric Lamella. Danny Ke- Rose. Keeping an eye on the White Art Gang. Erickson. I, as you can imagine, it was all going off in the dressing room at mm. half time. They're 2 0 mm. down, looking on the way out. So the players wandered in, sit down, you know, in silence on yeah. the benches. Pushitinto, Tino, mm-hmm. stands in the middle of the room. Pushitinto. Um, Pushitito? That'll do. Um, and Jesus Perez, his assistant, starts playing the accordion. Oh. And Posh strikes up. What the matter, you? What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? Why you play so bad? It's a big disgrace. Get out of this place. Then he goes over to the kettle area, starts making himself a chicken curry flavour pot noodle. Aye, mate. I think he's lost it. Yeah. Too much for him. So at this point, you need a hero, don't you? Who's going to be the hero? Harry Kane Harry stands Kane's up. going to be the hero. Boss! I have done it for ages. <laughs> Boss, singing all of the songs is not going to dig us out of this. We need to look deep into ourselves and try and understand our failings. I suspect it goes without saying that I'm in the right fluffy buffery. I mean, half a man to throw in clean water at all of you. Debbie chips in. Harry, I think Mr. Postacino is hurting. Well, it's you who should be vexed, Debbie. You're wandering around the pitch like a fart in a squash court, which is very upsetting, as we all know you have such lovely long legs, which could be very effective if put to proper use. And you, Keenan Trippier, what's going on with you? I think I've become shit at football. <laughs> you can say that again, Kieran, times five and put a cream horn on top to boot. And that awful grave digger's haircut can't be helping. Put some of Debbie's product on it for the second half. It might give you a Mickey Muck boost. What have you got to say for yourself, Danny Rose? So far as I can tell, you're just huffing and a puffing like a Hufflepuff monster in a haunted piffling shed. Danny, well, yeah, <laughs> you know... I am, you know, running my ass off, you know. At least I'm not, you know, wondering about like Ericsson, you know. He looks like, you know, thinking about his next batch of you know, nutty shite rather than the match, you know. Don't you dare have a go at Mr Christian. He very occasionally has the ability to change the course of a game and his face is as cute as a mouse licking a chocolate button. What about you, son thing? I thought you were meant to be shit hot. I will be faster, hotter, quicker, stronger. I promise, boss. <laughs> Fine. Well, can you stop fucking smiling all the time? <laughs> this is a football match, not a goofing tournament for slow wits. There's only one thing for it. One of you is going to have to rub my magic chin with your nose and transfer some of my exciting abilities into themselves. I will let you choose. Well, before Harry can say another word, Lucas Mora jumps up, furiously rubs his nose against Harry's magic chin. 
Harry says, We are the White Hearts. Feel our ferocious heat. So, Andrew, the rest is history. <coughs> the rest is history. Lucas Moray mm-hmm. scores three. Yeah. And we're all looking forward to a bog-standard Sunday yeah. afternoon and Premier you, League fixture for the Champions right. League final. And if you didn't believe in Harry's magic chin, mm. maybe you do now. Maybe I always did, Bob. Maybe you maybe always, always did. did. Um, I think the two managers should get together and just, you know, have a pact that they're both going to fucking go for it in this final. Yeah. And not be tactical or anything. And, you know, in well, the I think spirit to- of Tottenham- their semi-finals, they should just fucking go at it. Tottenham, Liverpool, hammer and tongs. I hope so. Um, do you want a crime files? If that oh God, you? do I? You do want one? Yeah. Um, so are you ready with the do? Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, let's start with one crime files. Hang on. Uh, you said you're ready. I'm Mr. ready now. Mr. Crime files. Now I'm ready. Fear is irrational. Fear does not respond in a sober and measured way based on factual information. It's primal. It's animalistic. For the most part, we fear things that don't make sense. Monsters in the dark waiting for their turn. We fear the depravity of man and what can happen when it's unleashed. But there are fears that are real and are actually based on fact and observed behaviour. Welcome to Crime Files. (laughs) Wasn't ready. The Hertfordshire town of Cuffley has a population of around 4,000 people, the majority of whom are law-abiding, honest citizens. But in recent years, crime rates have soared due to the arrival of the phenomena known as the rural gang. And one gang in particular has caused havoc to this once peaceful enclave. Yeah, good. (laughs) Like Simon Jordan. (laughs) The big words. The White Hearts gang and its leader, Mr Harry Kane. (laughs) All right, I'm you. Sunday the 2nd of March 2019 and local nonsense potter Neil Hunt (laughs) was sat in his nonsense pottery glazing a small water jug whilst his latest unsellable pottery whimsy pieces were firing in the kiln. Suddenly his double barn double barn style doors flew open and there stood three of the notorious white heart gang thugs. (laughs) Harry Kane, Eric Dyer and Song Hung Min. Harry was the first to speak. Is this the nonsense pottery? Yes, it is, but we're shut. Can they leave and come back tomorrow? But we need some nonsense pottery today. Debbie has bought an air rifle and we want some nonsense tit-tat to fire at. My pottery pieces are not for target practice. There's hours of work goes into each piece. How dare you suggest such a use for them? What an insult. Just please leave and don't bother coming back. How dare you talk to our boss like that, says Debbie. Have you had an argument with your boom pa? Is you hurting or something? Excuse me, but what in the fucking name of everything normal and civilised is a fucking boomer? It's... Eric Dyer chips in. It's... A... Street... Name... Fucking hell, Eric. (laughs) For girlfriend. Well, well, I haven't got one of them, so... 
No, I haven't had an argument with my fucking boom bar. Now go, will you, you morons? Excuse me, nonsense, Potter, but you are being very coarse and ill-mannered. In fact, you are bordering on cantankerous. It's very upsetting and unpleasant to boot. Debbie chipped in. You'd better watch yourself, Potter. If Harry gets into a fluffery buffery, there will be hell to pay with a cream horn on top and a cocktail sausage for added oomph. Look, I don't know what you two and your slow mate are. I don't know, sorry. Look, I don't know who you and your, two, your slow mate are, but I'm Neil fucking Hunt, and I don't put up with your fucking type. Now leave before I phone the police. At this juncture, the three white hearts move into the workshop and start towering above Neil, sat at his glazing table. <laughs> Harry is the next to speak. Do you want to feel our ferocious heat, Potter? No, I want you to feel the breeze as you fuck off out of here and leave me in peace. For Christ's sake, I was at church this morning taking my time to fucking pray for morons like you. Harry. Right, that's it. What you have said is very upsetting and disagreeable. I am now f- fully buffery fluffed. Apologise, or you are in for it. You heard the man, says Debbie. Apologise, or you will be in very serious trouble. We might even tell your parents about your behaviour. Apologise. I fucking apologise. You can stick that idea up your ass with a fucking rolling pin. I'm not scared of you. And did I tell you my brother owns a sword shop? Yes, a fucking sword shop. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Right, Eric. Go over to that sink and fill up a jug with lukewarm water. Eric. Yes. <laughs> fucking Eric. Boss. <laughs> Harry, Debbie, take some of that kitchen towel and dampen it with cold water. Make it really soggy and be careful not to drip it on your trainers, though. What are you, what are you fucking, what are you, what are you fucking doing? That's my sink, my water and my four-ply paper toweling roll. How dare you? How fucking dare you? <laughs> Last chance, Potter. You won't like it when you get splashed with tepid water and feel soggy kitchen towel on your apron. I mean, who would? It's an awful thought. Hold on. You've got a fucking chin on you, haven't you? I tell you what. I apologise when you don't, you co... <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I tell you what. If I apo... I tell you what. I apologise. Why don't you come over to the... Uh, right. Okay, then. I tell you what. I do apologise. Why don't you come over to my kiln and have a look at my latest whimsies? You could select a few for your target practice. And you, he would see, sense, the threat of warm water has made him realise his error. Neil took Harry over to the kiln door and opened it fully so that the heat from inside hit Harry in his face like a jet engine on a runway. (laughs) (laughs) Harry's magic chin immediately ignited. Debbie, help me! My magic chin is on fire! Douse it quickly or our season will be in tatters! Eric and Debbie used the jug of water and the soggy tissue to extinguish the magic chin flames. Ha! Fucking ha! You trio of fucking Todd warriors! Go on, get out! I'm Neil fucking Hunt! Nonsense Potter and Lord of the fucking kiln! Come back here again and I'll destroy that fucking chin for good! The white hearts left, Debbie in tears. 
boss. Do you think your chin has lost much power, Harry? I doubt it, Debbie, because you and Eric were very quick to respond. When I get home, I'm going to fashion bravery medals for you both out of tinfoil and ribbon. <laughs> Debbie replied. I say, boss, you really felt the ferocious heat there, didn't you? <laughs> and all three of them laughed as if every individual pore on Harry's face was blowing a raspberry. <laughs> That's crime files. <laughs> Oh. oh, there. I've just got to say, Neil Hunt, I think his customer service skills leave a lot to be desired. Well, I know he wasn't open for business, but, you no, know... But never the, mind, he was open. The side. They wanted to shoot you all that work he's put in. Well, I know, to... but, you know, he, he didn't know that first. They could have just been regular customers. I suppose. I suppose. Yeah. You've, made, you've made a fair point. Call that one a draw, I think. Gangs of the EPL. So, as you probably know, there seems to be some problems going on at Spurs, Andrew. Mm. And as often the case is often the case, it's gang related. Mm. There's been a big breakdown in relations between the White Hearts, mm-hmm. led by Harry Kane, and the Yodel Boys, mm-hmm. led by um, Vertonghen, Jan Vertonghen, Toby, mm-hmm. and uh, his lot. Yep. Here's what, how it all started, right? So, about three weeks ago, Harry called a meeting of some of the White Arts in his little captain's office at the training ground. Right. Debbie, Eric, and Harry Winks uh, were there. So, Harry. Right, gang. As you know, we will soon be making our Halloween costumes, and I wanted to give you a safety talk well ahead of make day. Mm. Debbie. Thanks, boss. Winksy. Thanks, boss. Eric. Thanks. <laughs> Boss. First thing, Debbie, can you hand me those scissors? Debbie hands Harry a pair of scissors with the blades facing (laughs) Harry. Right, gang, what has Debbie just done wrong there? Winksy. Oh, he should have slid them across the table. (laughs) No, thank you, Winksy. Absolutely not. That could scratch the surface of the valuable table and much worse, they could overshoot and interfere with the tuft of the carpet. It could be bloody horrendous. (laughs) Eric, he should have thrown them. Throwing scissors? Have you burst a thought tube and sent your senses to Pakistan? A sharp scissor blade could nick the skin of the catcher's hand or much worse, scratch the surface of his retina. That could mean eye drops and you know how much they can unsettle a man. Debbie, what do you say? I don't know, boss. It's upsetting me. It's making me hurt. Yes, it is. No need to get in a fluffy buffy, Debbie. This is a safety talk, not the Spanish ink and licorice board. The answer is simple. You must always hand over scissors with the handle facing away from you. I've got a pair of scissors for each of you to practice with. Well, as Harry handed them each a pair of scissors, there's a knock on the door. And they all say, if you want a clubhouse seat, first you must feel our ferocious heat. (laughs) So you join in, Andy. If If you you want want a clubhouse seat, first first you must feel our ferocious heat. The door opens. And there is stood Crispin Erickson. <laughs> Wind. 
Excuse me, Crispin, barging in here like a shrill wind around a pretty kite, but this is White Hearts HQ, and you're a yodel boy, and therefore our sworn enemy. I must say, you've got a bloody cheek. The thing is, I would like to join the White Hearts. I've fallen out with Lord Vertonghen, and they've started picking on me quite badly, actually. That sounds awful, doesn't it, guys? Yes, very upsetting, says Debbie. <laughs> like in his regular accent. I would like to speak with you alone, Harry, for the details of the fallout are highly personal and knowledge of them may be tantamount to a curse. OK, boys, go on. You wait outside for a moment and practice handing the scissors over properly to each other. Debbie, oh, fucking hell, that's not fair. Come on, Debbie, do as you're told. <laughs> so they leave, and Harry and Crispin are on their own. Right, spit it out, and this better not be a yodler's trick trying to spy on our Halloween designs or some such other stuff from Battenberg. Oh. <laughs> Last week after training... Tongan sent me a message to meet him in the boiler room behind the shower block. When I got there, he was with that ape, Aldevierveld, and that lunatic, Oreo. I bet that was quite distressing and intimidating, especially in such a noisy, confined space as a boiler room. Yes, you've got that right. Anyway, before I had a chance to speak, Toby and Oreo grabbed me very roughly mined, and rubbed canteen pepper into my neck and cheeks. I cried out in pain and anguish until Vertonghen stopped me by placing his hand across my mouth. Vertonghen, he say... Uh, Listen up, Crispin, and don't piss your pants like you did when we went to see the Lego movie. Oreo retorted. Ha ha ha! Do we still have the wind on this No, it's only for Crispin. Oh, ha ha, Lord Vertonghen is how you say a fucking mentalist. I love it. <laughs> Vertonghen continued. We don't like you anymore, Crispin. We think you're a potential knobhead. So it's our intention to make your life a misery so you leave this club. Now hand over your Yodler membership card, your Yodler keyring, and your Yodler cash clip. Crispin. Well, what was I to do, Harry? I handed them over, and now I need your protection from them. I need you to take me under your wing. Help me, Harry. You're my only hope. Well, I must say their behaviour is very alarming and very disconcerting. No wonder you have been playing like you're wearing a heavily soiled nappy. I will have to ask the rest of the gang. So Harry calls the White Hearts back into the office. Right, Crispin, tell the gang your upsetting story that you have just told me. But before he has a chance to speak, the door of the stationery cupboard opens and out jumps for Tongan. <laughs> Haha, White Hearts, I have breached your security systems like a clever bastard and have heard everything. We were right about you all along, Crispin. You're a sneaky papa. Tongan grabs Crispin by his neck and lifts him off his feet. If you think these English lads can protect you, then you really are a skateboard fanny. <laughs> Quick, Debbie, says Harry. The scissors! <laughs> Debbie thrusts the scissors into Vertonghen's side, handle first, and nicks his own palm on the blade. <laughs> Bloody hell, boss! That's a pack of shit method! <laughs> Don't pack of shit me, Deborah! Winksy says scissors! <laughs> 
Winksy slides the scissors across the table and they fall at the Tongan's feet. Shit, sorry, boss. I forgot not to do that. I'm just a pack of shit. Don't be so hard on yourself, Winksy. You're not a pack of shit. You've got to believe. Eric, throw your scissors at him. But, but you, you said... Fuck's sake, Eric. You pack of shit. Oh, God, do I have to do everything myself? At which point Harry climbed onto the desk, leapt into the air and brought his magic chin hard down on Vertonghen's head. He collapsed into a heap on the floor. Crispin. Thank, thank you, Harry. Thank you, White Arts. I will endeavour to serve you well if you will have me amongst your number. Well, what do you say, gang? Can he join us? He's very much in a pickle with a cream horn on top to boot. Those who agree, say aye. Aye. Then Eric. Aye. <laughs> we are the White Hearts. Feel <laughs> our ferocious heat. By the way, Crispin, what is that annoying noise we hear every time you speak? A bit like wind passing over a poodle's handbag? Oh, bollocks. Sorry. That's my feelings. Gangs of the EPL. <laughs> Definitely enhanced with the wind sound effect there. Well, it Look, needs something, didn't looking it? Looking forward to editing all of those in. Oh, shit. Have I caused you tech, tech, techie problems? Oh, it'll be all right. 